Cuba has always been on my must-do list and boy, it did not disappoint. I went um, in February for 10 days. It wasn't long enough. The Cuban culture has always been of interest to me. The music, the history, the iconic Che Guevara and, you know, not forgetting Castro. I wanted to learn so much about the island. The island has a population of 11 million and is the largest of the Caribbean islands. Who knew? There are two currencies in Cuba, the CUC, which is Cuba Convertibles, and Cuban Pesos. Tourists use their CUCs, locals use the Pesos. You can change your money in banks upon arrival, um, you know, or hotel exchanges, uh, but they also, you know, take a commission. You can use non-US credit cards, but best to have the CUCs to hand. And also watch out if you are given change in pesos as this could be a scam. In regards to getting around Havana, you can walk around easily. State-run buses are uh, regular and there are plenty of, ta of taxis too. Havana was a designated UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1982. We had a transfer in a vintage car from the airport uh, to our hotel. I didn't expect to see so many vintage cars or old timers as they are called. A lot of them are taxis. The yellow taxis are government-run ones. I stayed in Havana for four nights. The first night I stayed in a hotel called Melia Cohiba, which was located south of the city. The beds were comfortable and we upgraded to a suite as there were three of us in the party. The breakfast was out of this world. Oh my goodness, the choice was vast and freshly cooked. We had a box fizz to start off the holiday or mimosas. Then we walked along the seawall, which is called the Malacon. It is seven kilometres long, and to see the blue sea is enchanting. On your left is the sea, and on your right there are bright coloured buildings, many in disrepair. All, all the buildings, you know, tell a story. You must watch where you walk as the pavements are uneven. The buildings are old and in disrepair. I think it adds to the charm, as there is like a archaic beauty to them. Whilst walking along the Malacon, there are plenty of old timers and they beep at you shouting, taxi! <laughs> there are fishermen standing on the seawall too, catching their dinner. The Malacon is a social place. People meet, couples sit and drink rum and music is played. People dance and it's wonderful to people watch and soak up the sun. We walked along the Malacon to Old Town Havana. We ended up and down the streets where Cuban music played loudly, children playing football in the streets and people sitting in their doorways and having a chat. We walked along the streets and walked to some beautiful squares. The architecture was amazing. Just you have to look up and you see so much, you know, Spanish influences on the architecture and also, you know, all the other, um, you know, influences too. Uh, we stopped for a local um, cerveza, which is called Cristal. Uh, it was a um, very, you know, refreshing beer and we had our um, caricatures uh, drawn, which was fun. We walked and located the Museum of Revolution and we got a coconut taxi back to our hotel before we checked out to our next accommodation in the city. We stayed in a Casa Malacon, which is located, you guessed it, on the Malacon. Our taxi driver drove us to a derelict looking building, which looked ominous. Um, a dark entrance with paint and plaster coming off the walls. However, when you travel a lot like me, you know, appearances can be deceiving. This is about traveling and learning about different ways of life, you know? We went into a lift, but there was a kind, smiley lady who took us to our accommodation on the sixth floor. Casa Particulares, um, they are, you know, privately owned accommodation, which, uh, you know, they let out rooms as, um, you know, bed and breakfast. 
this is you know a common uh, practice in Cuba. This was even like before Airbnb. <laughs> we had a large ensuite room with a single bed and you know a view of the Malecon. For those that like design, the furniture was dated from the 1920s to the 1950s, which I loved. Our breakfast was ample, fresh pineapples, and we had guava, uh, which is a Cuban fruit, and fresh rolls and omelettes. Coffee was strong, but good. <laughs> the tea sets were all vintage and retro, which I absolutely loved. In regards to food in Cuba, you will know that there are three musketeers, chicken, pork and fish. There is rice served with every meal and black beans. For vegetarians, there isn't much choice, but my cousin who, you know, travelled with me, she coped fine, although she wished she brought her chilli flakes and sauce with her as this food could have done with some more seasoning. Havana had a relaxed feeling to the city. You could hear music everywhere. We went uh, on a vintage car tour, which was fun, and we went to a national park. Well, for that, I had to wear a you know tropical dress for you know the tropical destination. On our car tour, we saw the figure of Jesus Christ, which overlooked Havana. Havana is a walkable city, so have you know comfy shoes on you, and you're good to go and wander. Make sure you take toilet paper with you, um, as well as antiseptic hand wash, and not forgetting bottled water at all times. So after the car tour, we went on a walking tour around the city. We visited Habana Vieja, which is old Havana with cobbled, you know, streets. Um, so don't wear heels. <laughs> there are plenty of museums to visit, classical concerts to go to as well. Just go with the flow. As of, you know, you're on Havana time. We visited the La Cathedral de San Cristobal de la Habana where Christopher um, Columbus remains were brought to in 1795 and interred before being returned to the um, Seville Cathedral in 1898. There is an Itali Italian feel to the cathedral and you can climb the small um, tower for one CUC. We visited the four squares, which are called Plaza de la Catedral, Plaza de Armas, Plaza de San Francisco, de Assis and Plaza Vieja. There are plenty of places to sit down and rest the weary feet after all that walking and you can relax and have a cold drink if you feel you know you want to. Plaza Vieja has some lovely buildings, um, well that's where the richer Havana families lived and there's a microbrewery there called Factoria Plaza Vieja. So after our walking tour we went in a private uh, bus to visit Plaza de Revolution, which is very uh, important to Cubans. This is where political rallies would take place and Castro would attend, making eight-hour speeches. My goodness. Um, it's you know a vast space and very iconic as well. Um, also, we uh, walked down um, a street called Calais O'Reilly. <laughs> well, the Irish get everywhere, don't they? <laughs> um, we stopped for a, you know, a libation there and the daiquiri was you know immense. We also visited uh, Hotel Ambos Mundos, which is located um, along Calais Obisco, where uh, Ernest Hemingway used to fre frequent in the 1930s. On the ground floor, you can listen to you know, piano music and just, you know, just sit there and relax. I loved the, you know, Art Deco design. The rooftop terrace has a lovely view with a reasonable lunch and cocktail menu. There was live music also, which was a bonus. There's beautiful views from there as well. So we walked, um, you know, to Calais Obispo, which is Havana's main thoroughfare. Lots of restaurants of live music. It's loud and bustling and people dancing. In central Havana, you'll find the Museo 
Museo de la Revolución, which costs eight CUCs, which is housed in the former uh, presidential palace. It's a sight to behold and it's so interesting and educates you on the um, events leading up to the Cuban Revolution. There, you know, of course, it's going to be lots of propaganda, but you can make your own mind from it. We walked around the rooms, which included, you know, lots of interesting, you know, um, artifacts. So after all this information overload, we walked to one of the squares and sat out listening to some Cuban music and took in the ambience. I want to read more about, you know, the history of the country and um, I have bought a few books about it, so I will be reading those. Um, so the Havana sights and sounds were just wonderful. Also, one sight you will see in Havana is, is that you'll see lots of people sit, sitting around hotels or parks. That's it. That's, you know, because they um, can, you know, get to Wi-Fi. You, um, you can buy a scratch card for five CUCs, which will give you a Wi-Fi code for five hours. Strolling in the hot sun, we took shade and walked along the Havana version of the Ramblers called Paseo. Del Prado, which leads to El Capitolio. Uh, so the uh, that's like the it's basically a copy of the um, Capitol building in the US. Um, it was built um, by I think a family uh, that made lots of money on uh, from sugarcane, but don't quote me on that. So after walking along the Prado, um, there was some interesting street art. Oh, actually, I'll have to um, correct myself. <laughs> the Capitolio Nacional um, that was constructed after World War One and the sugar boom. So, you know, there was sugar cane involved. <laughs> so uh, nearby um, that building, you'll see a Paseo de Marti, which is in honour of the Cuban hero, Jose Marti. Um, around there, you know, you can see like a Europe European like boulevard. So there are lots of, you know, um, notes you know taken by all the Europeans that had visited Havana in the past um, there's also um, a lovely theatre it's called the Gran Teatro de la Habana Alicia Alonso which is um, fabulous it's built in a neo-baroque style anyway there's so much to take in and so much to behold but one thing you must do in Havana is to go to um, the Hotel Nacional um, you know to have a sundowner uh, cocktail and just look out Yeah, so have a look on my um, website and uh, there are some photos um, of Havana.